Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw Countdown, the only pro wrestling countdown show here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Anywhere fine podcasts are available, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell on YouTube, which lets you know whenever there's new Going In Raw content, which is daily. Next week, we're going back to our Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, the usual shows. schedule. The Super Show's for now are done. Yes, for the time being. Um, convenient for us. Yes, we're, all, we're also on Patreon at yes. patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. A bunch of uh, tiers, rewards associated with those tiers. Good stuff. It was a little flash. Don't, that was right in my face. Don't do that. Sorry, Don't I'm do sorry. the first camera. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're also at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. This is going up on Saturday. Is the sale already over? I don't know. How long is the sale going? I don't on? remember. Well, we have plenty of good designs. There may or may not be a summer sale going on right now. We're not sure how long it goes. It went from the 6th until sometime. I forget when. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, but we're not here to talk about all that. We're here to talk about... Great balls of fire. That's right. Now we decided to do, instead of just like a regular predictions video, who's going to win, blah, 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 we decided we would bring you our top 10 things that will happen at the Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view correct, um, as an episode of Countout. So, I mean, we will talk about match finishes, who's going to win, who's going to mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. But uh, specific things that we think will happen during the show, we will talk about here. And then, when applicable, talk about our actual picks for these matches. Yes, correct? Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Should we get started? Yeah, number 10. 10. Uh, Cast destroys Enzo. Yeah, I don't really anticipate this being much of a match. I don't think Enzo's going to have much to do here besides Ragdoll. Yeah. I think he might get one bit of offense midway through the match that will last approximately 45 seconds. This match is designed to heap tons of sympathy on Enzo and tons of heat onto Cast. Correct. And that is it. That's Correct. all this is meant to do. Cast goes over in this oh, match. Yes. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I'm the one that wrote this down. Do you think uh, this feud continues past this pay-per-view? Yes, I do. As a one-on-one deal? Yeah, it should go to SummerSlam. Although SummerSlam is a co-branded thing. I'm not sure if they'll have a match with SummerSlam. I wouldn't be surprised they had some sort of tag match. Oh, like Enzo realized he can't beat Kaz <coughs> by himself, so yeah. he enlists. Well, oh, there you go, yeah, something like that. You're a castle. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then who could cast? Maybe it's a handicap match. No, it's not gonna be a handicap match. Remember, you can't do, you can't do. I know they've done it before, but you can't do this. You can't do two faces and one heel on a handicap match. You can if the if the the heel wins. Yeah. Oh, that could be cool. Boy, that'd be good. Really established. I know, but I, you know. You you really risk getting the crowd on Cass's side. That's the problem. With well, this. he is where the money's at. Look, I'm on Cass's side. I don't think he's a castle. I, I think that I'm not sure if I could be friends with Enzo Amore for longer than a week else either. I mean, if he is the way to present him on TV, if he is his character, which I don't think he is. No. Um, but who, it, say it's a tag team match, who could Cass's uh, partner be? 
Uh, the Revival. Well, that is three on two. Yeah. Hills go over. Top guy. Yeah. Where have the top guys been? They haven't been on TV. Yeah. Wilder's been cleared. One of the best tag teams in the world. I know. You see Young Bucks tweeting about him? Yeah. Saying, uh, we'd love to wrestle them. Oh, yeah. He says, you know, we like to talk shit, but it's yeah. fun to wrestle them. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're great. Say, yeah. 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 Well, number nine. Nine. The Hardys tease a split. So, uh, Wrestling Observer Wonderful. recently said, um, I can't remember if it's a newsletter on uh, Wrestling Observer Radio. Hey, did you read, let me just on the side. Did you read that article that Meltzer tweeted out about the dire state of the WWE? It wasn't written by him. It was written by somebody else. No. It was just funny because the guy who wrote it um, was talking about how ratings are down and, you know, the, the TV deal from the next TV deal probably isn't going to be great. And he made some conclusions that I disagreed with. But, you know, the general sentiment, well, there's some validity to it, and Meltzer seemed to like it. But Meltzer, he immediately, like off the bat, he credited Meltzer as like one of his sources into that stuff. But then, like, later on, he talks about um, an anonymous source with, you know, info about it. And he keeps on referring to this anonymous source as a wrestling observer. <laughs> and I'm like, did you just credit your public source and, like, basically out your anonymous source as the same person? <laughs> it just sounds like it's melted. It's just funny. Anyways. Anyways. Um, the wrestling observer said something to the effect that uh, the Hardys were very close to reaching a deal with Anthem. Mm-hmm. Um, to I would assume acquire the Broken Universe IP. Ooh! So if this is true and a deal is imminent, um, it would not be surprising at all for the Hardys to lose their Iron Man match against Sheamus and Cesaro mm-hmm. and plant the seeds of the eventual split. I'm not saying a feud because I don't think either of them are interested in that. Doing a, you know Matt versus Jeff again? Right, right, right. But a split, yeah, where Matt can start doing the broken stuff. Mm-hmm. Seems like he wants to. Yep. And Jeff. Um, can get his main event push, mm-hmm. which Vince seems to re- seem to really want. Seems to be the case. So, I would not be surprised at all if it happened. In fact, I think it will happen. Yeah, I agree with you. Seamus Cesaro goes over here. I don't know if we're going to split any of these predictions. I don't think so either. I mean, I'd like to be contrarian, but I also want to be accurate. Um, yeah, I think Seamus Cesaro goes over here. These, these, these two teams have really, really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a pretty decent feud. Um, there's been, you know, some, some gimmick matches, two out of three falls we've seen. We've seen the cage match, now an Iron Man match. And, uh, yeah, I think this is going to be uh, another physical, hard-hitting match. And I think you're right. I think there might just be – but we've, we've said this every single time. There would be an incident. I know. Incident. So, I don't know, man. I mean, Matt Hardy really, really seems to want to do the broken stuff, mm-hmm. like in his commentary on Raw last week. Really just felt like, oh, I just want to do it. I, want to do I know. It. I want to do It'd just be interesting to see if they try to just have him come out as the broken character without any introduction. Yeah. Or if they kind of retell the story of how he was broken. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, you can kind of have your cake and eat it too. Probably. You can reference what happened before maybe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, but yeah, I, I say Seamus and this are good. Oh, yeah. They're going over. Number eight. Eight. Neville seats to win. They've done such a great job of, of building Tazawa. Yeah that he's not going to lose cleanly his first title match. Um, he's not going to lose cleanly. Wait. Because that was not going to lose cleanly. Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, Neville's going to Yeah, Neville's gonna cheat. Neville's going to retain. He's going to cheat to win, yes. Here's the, here's the great thing they do with Neville, is that they book him in enough clean wins 
to keep him very, very dominant, to give him that sort of aura. But at the same time, when he comes up against real threats like Austin Aries, and even in Austin Aries in the end, he got the win clean. Yeah. But it feels like they're really building Tozawa to be his Achilles heel, to be the one guy who can beat him. Yeah. So, A, this is in the pre-show. Not a chance in hell Neville's going to lose this mm-hmm. in the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, uh, it's it's in the pre-show. Yeah. Well, and number two, they're not going to have Tozawa lose cleanly. Right, exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be great to see how Titus O'Neil gets involved, potentially. Yeah. And hopefully this is just the beginning of a, a great long feud because it's already been pretty good so far. I like how much Titus O'Neil has had his uh, his hand, his stamp on the raw brand these days. It's yes. one of the few bright spots. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I think that he's going to maybe have something to do with this. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, number seven. Seven. The Drifter is going to debut a new song, Larson. About... Uh, the city that he is in, and maybe Finn Balor. I'm pretty sure Finn Balor, yes. Probably Finn Balor. I'm actually really surprised that there is no Finn Balor drifter match on the card. Just doing that doesn't sound like a SummerSlam match. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, so, think yeah. a year ago, where was Finn Balor fighting for the Universal title? Exactly. Where is it going to be a year later? Fighting the drifter. Fighting the drifter. Yeah, a little odd. So we both like the drifter, but it's a we're step realistic. down. It's we're, a step we're down. We're realistic. It's yeah. a step down. Exactly. Um... But there will be some shenanigans with Drifter and Finn Balor. Drifter will probably sing a song. Balor will come out. They'll have an in-ring brawl, and then that'll be the end of it. We'll probably see a blow-off on Raw. You know. It's so weird they don't have a match, though. It's weird that they don't have a match, and it's weird that R-Truth and Goldust don't maybe, have a match. Maybe they think that an actual match with Finn Balor... I mean, look, they seem to really like Drifter, mm-hmm. but I, I maybe they also feel that an actual match against them is kind of below Finn Balor. Even at a pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire. Could be. That's, it's, that's a bit much. Uh, is Goldust R-Truth isn't happening right there? No, which is really so surprising. So far that we know. Well, I mean, yeah, we got three days till the pay-per-view or four days till the pay-per-view as of this show being filmed. There's nine matches or eight matches? Eight. That's a lot. I know. That is a lot. Usually I do seven or eight for a three-hour show. In any event, I think we're going to get a Drifter song interrupted by Finn Balor. Yeah, probably. It's be a good song. Yeah, you're a big fan of the Drifter. Make me laugh. Yeah. Number six. Six. Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt, their match is going to underwhelm. In what capacity? You wrote this down here. In ring. You don't think it's going to be entertaining? There's nothing. There's no stakes to it. That's my main problem. I like Bray as a worker. He's good. You know I love Seth Rollins. But I feel like this is a, you've said this, this is a placeholder for whatever Bray Wyatt's going to do at SummerSlam, which may, might be Finn Balor, whatever Seth Rollins is going to do at SummerSlam, which I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe he's going to go after the IC title once Miz and Ambrose are done with it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, I could see I could see Finn Balor coming out of SummerSlam as IC champion. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Um, but it, why? I mean, there's been – they've had how many weeks of build with this Seth Bray thing? And there's nothing being said. Everybody talks, nobody says anything. Yeah, I know. So it's it's going to underwhelm in that we know what kind of match these two can put on. They can both put on, I mean, Seth can put on great matches. Yeah. Bray can put on really, really good matches. Yeah. When there's something at stake, then I would care. Yeah, there's not much at stake, I know. But for these two to have a match that's going to that, that, that that's gonna matter, there needs to be something at stake. They just, it can't just be like, oh, these are two great competitors. They're going to fight right now. No, I agree. So in that respect, it's going to underwhelm. It's not going to be like, oh, my God, that was a great match. 
Number five. Five. Nia Jax interferes. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. So <coughs> they've been kind of, uh, you know, Nia still wants her title shot. Yes, she does. Against Alexa Bliss. And Alexa Bliss has been recruiting Nia Jax mm-hmm. to help her out on occasion. Yeah. Um, so uh, it'd be interesting to see if Nia would interfere to keep Sasha from winning um, to ensure that her title shot happens against Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm, yeah. Whether that's a one-on-one match between them at SummerSlam or a triple threat involving Sasha, who knows? But uh, based on rumors and the trajectory of the storyline, it seems like we're going to get Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss in some capacity sooner rather than later. Yeah. And the best way to ensure that is to have Nia interfere during this match. Sasha Banks' whole vibe through this thing is... Well, we'll see what we'll see what's next. You know what I mean? I know it's, it's weird. Like uh, I noticed this that um, when her and Bailey were walking out for their mm-hmm. tag match on Raw, but also it was utmost confidence on her part. Yeah, she's I know. absolutely confident. Oh walking yeah, out there. I mean, that's the thing is that she's she's like hovering above the women's championship on Raw. I think she understands that right now they're trying to build Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss. Yes. And that's totally fine. That's good. They're doing the same thing over on SmackDown. That's mm-hmm. why Charlotte and Becky Lynch were on the show this past mm-hmm. week. So, th- you know, that's totally fine. It's just, I, you know, I, I I think it's, well, I'm just having a good time out here. You know? Yeah. Whereas Bailey has that look of, they have no idea what they're doing with me. Yep. She, oh, her uh, the second episode of her on Stone Cold's podcast, I think, ha- came out yesterday. Oh, I got to check, check it out. Check that out. Yeah. The rest of the story about her being in a weird spot like, in her it's career. It's so funny, man. When she came out uh, with Sasha as a tag team, I was like, God, they're just... Like, there's so much money to be made there. Yeah. But they're just unable... They have no they're idea how to do they it. They have no idea what they're doing with her. Yeah. Uh, number four. 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 The Miz Taraj makes an impact. So uh, they just gave Miz his Miz Taraj, Curtis yep. Axel, and Bo Dallas within the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and if internet rumors are to be believed, they did so to separate. Uh, they didn't want two it couples, essentially. They didn't want the Canalises on SmackDown and Miz and Maurice on Raw. Right. Um, so it seemed like at first that Maurice would be taking some time off. They were mm-hmm. it had a storyline about some tension going on, some uh, marital problems between Miz and Maurice. That seemed to be smoothed over mm-hmm. after this week. But... Um, last week or this past Raw, the Miz Taraj made a pretty significant impact, yeah. helping Miz retain the Intercontinental title by defeating, helping him defeat Heath Slater. And I would be shocked, absolutely shocked, Steve, if they did not make an impact at Great Balls of Fire to ensure that Miz retains the Intercontinental title and, and uh, establish themselves as a force to be reckoned with in on the Raw. You know how they should play and this the up. WWE as a whole. You know how they should play this up. How? Is somehow, some way, through the match, towards the conclusion of the match, Miz would have to make a choice between Maurice and the Miz Tourage? No. Oh, close. Between Maurice and the Intercontinental Championship and the Miz Tourage. Okay. So like, either he gets the belt in the Miz Tourage, or he gets Maurice. And I think there's a number of ways you could do that if that's what you want to do. And then he could do he could sort of pivot the Miz from being you know power couple with Maurice. To being almost like, you know, single guy who has no idea what to do with himself, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. still the champion. And mm-hmm. that's the thing that he clings to, even though that he kind of clings to it, but he's got Marie, he's got the hot woman with him. Yeah. But I think that could be good. That could be good. And it would definitely separate, you know, the power couples from each other. Be yes. it, it'd be a new direction for me. It would be. That's actually a really good idea. I like yeah. that angle. I like it, too. That'd be good. We should start writing this stuff. The, my, my 
doppelganger getting, that apparently get in contact with backstage on Raw. Get in contact with abnormally tall Larson. Yes. Top notch Larson. A T Larson, abnormally tall Larson. <laughs> Top notch exactly. Super best Larson. Yes. Uh number three. Three. Roman Reigns is totally gonna win, man. Well, at the least, whoever wins the match between Reigns and Braun Strowman is gonna face Lesnar for the universal title of SummerSlam. That's a guarantee. Yeah, that's a guarantee. If Reigns wins, a great ball of fire is nearly a guarantee that he wins the universal title at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly if, a guarantee. If, if could you imagine if Braun and Samoa Joe both went over? That'd be great. I would. I, my my lid would, you know, metaphorically blow. I know it would. That would be crazy. I would. I would like that a lot. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people would love that. Oh yeah, they get a huge pop if that, if that happened. But Larson, let's come back down to reality. Not gonna happen. I mentioned this on the Raw show, and I and I think I think that the line of thought over there might be, especially. Especially, and there there is some more logic to this, if they are really happy with the Samoa Joe Brock Lesnar thing, why have it that that actually oddly might hasten Roman Reigns' universal title shot, title run. Yeah. Because why have Samoa Joe languishing in the dust. Well, I have Finn Balor doing kind of nothing, unless he wins the IC title, but that's, that's that, that almost would be a demotion. It would be a demotion. Why have Seth Rollins going Why have all these guys jobbed to Brock Lesnar over the next seven months only to get to a Roman Reigns Universal title win at WrestleMania and hope that maybe the, the tide turns on? Well, it's not just Lesnar running through all the top card guys on Raw. It's Roman Reigns doing that, too. Exactly. It's save for maybe Braun Strowman. Exactly. And so you're burying kind of everybody else in the top of your card on Raw for the sake of one match um, that when Reigns win is probably going to be crapped on anyway, so it doesn't get it out of the way. The reaction to Reigns isn't getting any better. Nope. It's getting worse. And there really is no indication that it's going to get better anytime soon. There's no consistency to who his character is. <laughs> I mean, just this week, he was an ambulance driver. <laughs> That's, That's a new dimension Literally to his character. Literally vocational changes in the gimmick. Um... And so there's no reason to just have that title switch happen at SummerSlam, see what you can do with it, but and and not have Lesnar run through Samoa Joe. I mean, look, and if that happens, it's going to be Lesnar running through Samoa Joe uh, here at Great Balls of Fire, which is fine. But you're not doing the same thing with Seth and Finn, and you don't have to like you know. I mean, Strowman. Strowman, yeah. Like Jeff Hardy, maybe. Let's just get this out of the way now. See if you can make money with Reigns as Universal Champion. Maybe it pops ratings for a month, and then you can see how it's shaking out. You can see how house show attendance is if merchandise spikes. Roman Reigns might be a guy who, you know, if Finn Balor becomes Universal Champion, you might see his merchandise spike even more. Yeah. Whereas with Roman Reigns, Universal Champion, it might just be the same. Like, do you think him as Universal Champion is going to, like, bring more people to the table for Roman Reigns? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how... What percentage of the audience, do you think, goes to a show with the idea in their mind they're looking forward to booing Roman Reigns? Do you think Amy would buy a ticket just to go to the arena to boo Roman Reigns? No. Or yes. No, I don't think, I don't yeah, think, I don't so. think so either. I mean, people who have already bought a ticket will go there to boo Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't yeah, think anybody's going to go to a house show specifically with the idea in their head, I'm going predominantly... So I can go 
and voice my displeasure for right. Roman Reigns' push. I think right now, to be honest, the guy who could benefit the most from a universal title win is Samoa Joe. Because it just adds an extra layer of oh, awesome The to awesome him. work he has been doing. I know. It really, and like, how much could he step it up? Like, I still think that there's so much that we haven't seen. He could step it up even further. Oh, I know. With that title. Number two. Number two. Kurt Angle, personal problems fleshed out a bit. I think we're going to get some of that. I think we're going to get whatever the thing on his phone is. Maybe it's an appearance by Stephanie. I don't know what. I would be more inclined to think that would happen the next night on Raw. That could be. Pay-per-view. That could be. There might be a tease at Great Balls. Could be. It could be a tease at Great Balls. Which takes us to number one. <coughs> Samoa Joe looks strong, but Lesnar goes over. Yeah. Um, they've done a great job, a wonderful job, spectacular job of booking Samoa Joe as a credible, legitimate threat to Lesnar. And they've done a better job of that uh, with Joe than they have, I can think, Pretty much since anybody since at least Reigns. He made his uh, he made Lesnar's face turn an ungodly color of purple. Yes, it was weird, but it was great. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, I think that they know that they have that they have somebody in Samoa Joe who who can sell tickets. I think that he's doing great work. I think they think that he's doing great work. And I mean, you look at the you know what went down on on Monday. You look you look at what has gone down through this entire Brock Lesnar thing. And, I mean, that'll pop ratings for a month. Oh, so I know. Joe's Universal Champion. I you know. know. A new Universal Champion who's actually around. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm I, not, you know, what, what are the odds of Joe winning? 10%. You're, you're, wow, you're at 10. I was going to say 30. Maybe, maybe we'll split the difference at 20. Two and 10 shot of him winning. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But, uh, no, I do, I do think, I think that, they are simply going to hasten uh, the Lesnar Reigns thing. Um, they're going to do that at SummerSlam. Um, they're going to keep Brock looking strong. Lesnar might not even well. He, how about, you know, I've been saying for a while that there's always the possibility that someone could interfere in the main event, win or lose. Strowman could still put a stamp on the show by saying, "Okay, well, I'm going to get in the middle of all this. Maybe we have a four-way match for the Universal Title at SummerSlam." That, that could way, be. Yeah, that could be. Reigns can win the, the belt without uh, Lesnar getting pinned. Yeah, but no, man. If they, I'm telling you, no, no. If they, they if they want that moment for Reigns, he has to pin Lesnar. Right? And that one way, I think that's going to happen at SummerSlam. I really do. So yeah, I think they're going to book Joe Strong, but I think Lesnar's going to go over. Let me see if there's any place here in predictions. Well, let's let's run down predictions here real quick. Oh, recap. We'll recap our predictions. Let's see if we disagree on anything. I don't think we do. Uh, okay, we'll make it on one match. Okay. Ooh, I all know. about Seth and Bray, huh? That's not a good one. Well, that was the one match where after I filled in all my predictions, I thought to myself, this could very well be a toss-up. It all depends. Uh, if this is just like a stopgap feud, then Seth's going over, I feel like. Yeah. But if they have plans to continue this, it's a coin flip. Yeah. I could see, and I can even, I mean, this it might also be, I'm trying to think if Bray can win by DQ at all. Like, it could be something stupid like that. I just feel like Bray is going to get the win here. I feel like Bray needs the win more than Seth, even though nobody ever seems to care about that, seemingly. I kind of want to less pick Bliss and more pick Nia interferes, because that could mean a Sasha, D- or a Sasha wins by DQ. You oh, know? okay. All right. So Nia keeps uh, keeps the belt on Bliss. Nia keeps the belt on Bliss. Okay, that's, that's my pick. Okay, that's fine. That's good. Or do you think Bliss is going to outright win? <laughs> 
No. No. No, man. It's it's I mean, look, if that's what you're going to pick, that's what I'm going to pick. Oh, okay. Cuz so, no, I because I think I think that's absolutely I think that's right. You know, Sasha could very well win thanks to, you know, the the no, you know, the DQ thing. Yeah. So, no, I I'm I'm with you on that. All right, it comes down to Bray and Seth. I'm trying to see if there's any other You know what? You know another match that, that could that could be a DQ, Enzo Cass. Yeah. That Cass could brutalize Enzo. Mhm. That could be I'm not going to go with that, though. I think I'm going to go with Cass legit, like, beating the hell out of Enzo. Getting the pin and beating him up some more. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, maybe Big Show comes out to make the save. Well. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, it all is going to hinge on uh, Bray versus Seth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the, the Dark Horse. I'm going to pick Bray. Are we doing punishment what or no? Terrible idea. I don't know, man. Last time you hit me, so I don't. I don't know if I want to do that again. That's fine. We, I'm, there not, are different I'm not punishment. suggesting that we. It's physical. Is there a different punishment that we can go with? Um, if I lose, yeah. I have to eat something that disgusts me, like, like fast food. I don't need that stuff anymore. <laughs> that sounds like the. That sounds like the. That's in my book. I need a punishment. Yeah, and then if, if I lose, I gotta eat some vegetables. You have to eat. <laughs> you have to eat. Pineapple. You know, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> there is nothing you hate, food-wise, as much as I hate pineapple. I don't know about dislike, but if I eat like dairy products, I don't want to do that. It makes your me belly. feel poorly. Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to make you feel bad. That's never my goal. Like we'll, I'm, we'll discuss it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it in the stream. I think we're going to do a, a reaction live stream. Oh, there you go. Okay, we'll, we'll solicit some ideas. Yes. Yeah, we're doing a lot of reaction live streams. Check that out. Yes, please. I think it's on our channel. Um, anyways, that's it for now. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.